How's it going? Welcome to the 105 Way Podcast. I'm your host, JL. And your co-host, Patricia. And today's episode is titled Publishing Tips Mix Number One. Now, Patricia, can you let our audience know what exactly we mean by that? On every Publishing Tips episode, Jason and I will pick two random topics from our author advice page on our 105 Publishing website or commonly asked questions from Google. And we will go into depth and discuss these topics more. This is to help current or aspiring authors with tips and tricks on various topics from trolls to writing um, to assist in ultimately publishing your book. So Patricia, what topic do you have for us to start with? So starting out, the topic that I chose today was you edit first. So I, I really like this topic because it is by far the most important aspect of writing, right? Um, Some individuals have the idea that your editor is there to edit your manuscript, so why should I? The reason why you should is because, to be completely honest with you, it is very, very easy for me, Patricia, Megan, to tell when someone has or has not read their own manuscript. It's extremely easy to tell because many of the errors, right? We're not gonna catch all of them. Perfection is the lowest possible standard. I say that all the time. But there are certain kinds of errors where it is obvious that the individual did not go through their manuscript. There are many people who will just write and write and write and then think it's okay to submit to a publisher or submit to Amazon or, and I've actually seen those books. I've actually had people where their book was already on Amazon. They then said, okay, well, I'm not really getting a lot of sales or sales I did get, I didn't really get good feedback. And the first question I asked, did you hire a professional editor? And generally, I ask this question after I've already read the first two chapters because I know the answer. Um, Patricia, I'm gonna let you talk on this because you, you know, you are uh, the head of the editing aspect when it comes to our um, non-children's book manuscripts. And so, can you kind of just? tell the audience, you know, when they are writing their own manuscript, I mean, what, what's something that, like, how many times would you say that someone should read their manuscript or, you know, what are things that they should maybe consider uh, before submitting to a professional editor? I would say reading your manuscript for a, a minimum two to three times before submitting for publishing. Um, This is very important just because it'll not only save time, but it'll save money. Um, I noticed coming across different manuscripts while editing, there are little things that the author could have caught that takes more time for us when we go through it. For example, run-on sentences. This is probably the number one thing that authors can catch on their own when reading their own manuscript 
that definitely will save time and money. Uh, for example, a sentence, the dog is brown, the cat is yellow. That's one sentence. The author failed to put the period in between the dog and the cat sentence. So it looks like it's one sentence. But if you were to go back and read your manuscript and go over this and you're like, oh, that's not right. You can put the period in there yourself. So imagine you reading through your manuscript over again and you're the one inserting those periods where they need to be. That'll help your editor in the future save a lot of time, which in turn will save you money. And we might want to elaborate on what we mean when we say money. So for us, for example, we are a, a little bit different with how we charge. Um, so we charge four to six cents a word, which is still lower than many freelance editors. And the reason why we do four to six cents is because of exactly what Patricia was talking about. If we have two people that have 50,000 words and one individual took their time, right? They weren't seeking for perfection, but they took their time to look over their own work before they submitted to us compared to the person who also wrote 50,000 words, who just wrote their life away. Literally, it's just run on sentence after run on sentence. There's missing punctuation marks. People are talking, yet there's no quotations. Things like that is going to take more time, thus cost more. There are some editors out there who, yes, they do have a base price, but when they come across certain things like this, especially if they're saying, well, you really need developmental editing, that's going to be an additional potentially hundreds of dollars added to what their base price would have been. The way we catch this is we like to see the first two to three chapters of a manuscript just so we can kind of get the uh, either positive or negative consistency throughout the author's writing style. Um, and that will really help us determine if you, the author, took your time when looking over your own work. Now, Patricia, as far as editing is concerned, I mean, we're not really worried about things like if maybe your, your, your chapter titles, for example, right? Let's say that, you know, we see a chapter title and we're just making suggestions of, you know, after reading this chapter, maybe you should rephrase it to this, like things like that. If you need help with a chapter title, that's not the big deal but it's really the substance, the core of what your audience is reading, right? Right. Um, and so some people will say, oh, well, I, I think, you know, I'm not sure how long I want this chapter to be, or this chapter may be a little bit lengthier than this one. And so, you know, maybe we can, you know, take out some words, stuff like that. Don't worry about so much. Um, just mainly focused on you actually taking the time to attempt to limit the amount of mistakes as possible, right? Because again, it saves time for you, for us, and saves more money in your own pocket. So that's definitely what you know. I, I would suggest when it comes to you edit first, meticulously looking through your own manuscript as if you hired yourself to edit 
and going through your manuscript numerous times before submission. Is there anything else you want to touch on regarding that topic? Yes, I have another suggestion. Um, and we have practiced this with some of our children's books, but you can do it with chapter books, poetry, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, reading your book out loud. That is one way you can go back and edit um, is by reading reading out loud. When you speak your book, it will sound different and you may wanna change things. Um, you may find things that you did not find before when you were just reading it you know, in your head. So reading your book aloud, even reading it to another person, that's one way of editing. Um, you can even have a family member or friend edit your book for you. You know, most will do it for free, but you know, sometimes you might have to pay but that's fine too. <laughs> um, having someone close to you, um, like a significant other, is a perfect way to edit yourself too. And to touch on uh, what you were saying, um, although this is a, a different author advice, I'll just throw this in here real quick. That's one reason why I always push audiobooks because I was just talking to an author who said, now that I'm doing the audiobook with you guys, I am catching so many things that don't sound right. And I'm going back in my manuscript and changing it up. So that's just a sidebar. I don't want to get into that too much because that is one of the author advice episodes. But that's something I'm going to uh, talk about on another podcast uh, when we get to that author advice about audiobooks. But yes, getting a loved one especially is a great way. Um, even if they don't read the entire book. I mean, if you have... Uh, you know, someone who's willing to read at least the first two chapters, and they'll let you know, oh my goodness, I like where this is going, or I don't really get it. You know, that is a great way to help with the editing process. Because again, at no point in time ever can you edit your manuscript yourself. I'm talking beginning to end and publish. If you think that it's only you that needs to edit your manuscript, then we're not, we're not talking to you. We're talking about the people who are okay with criticism and understand that you need to get numerous eyes on your work of art before putting it out to the public. Right. Yeah, and I'm going to add to this. Um, if you were to edit your book from top to bottom, and just say, oh, this is the finished product. It's your book is only being viewed from one person's point of view. And that makes no sense. And that one person is the number one fan of their own work, right? Right. Absolutely. You're not going to catch everything just by looking at it yourself. You can go over the same book 20, 30 times. You still might not see that missing comma or that missing quotation mark because your eyes are being trained to just see the same thing over and over and over again. So that's why it's important to have someone else look at it, to have more than two people look at it, have three, four, five people look at it. Just from two people looking at your manuscript, they still might not catch everything. But from what Jason said, 
you know, perfection is the lowest possible standard. And of course, nothing is perfect. But having more than two people look at your manuscript is, you know, is key. Yeah. And and even to touch on one thing that you did say, uh, I just read the 22 immutable laws of marketing for the second time. And I'm probably going to read it a third time again. And even with that, right, even with reading that book twice now, I caught things the second time that I didn't catch the first time. So it's literally the same thing with editing. Like you will catch things the first time. You will then catch things that you should have, or at least you feel that you should have caught the first time, the second time. And then when you read the third time, you're going to be like, okay, what the heck? Why am I still catching more things? Because again, you are the only person reading it. So I think we uh, drilled that topic. <laughs> as, <laughs> we did. As, as, uh, as deep as we could, because it's, it's imperative that you get yourself an editor. I've said this numerous times. You can literally teach yourself how to do everything, right? From beginning to end, book cover design, illustrations, formatting. You can teach yourself how to do all of that. But the one thing you can't teach yourself how to do is be perfect. Absolutely. Hire an editor. All right. That brings us to our next topic that I selected from our author advice page, which is don't write to finish. So I like this one because on Facebook, I see a lot of posts of people saying, I'm going to write 80,000 words, right? Like I need to write 80,000 words. Don't get me wrong. I, I have no problem with that. But I don't write just to get to a word count. I write until I feel that the story has been told. Does that make sense? It's almost like you go to a restaurant and you get this triple burger with fries and this extra, extra large Coke. And your goal is to finish your food. Now, if you do finish your food, but at halfway of the burger, you were really full, the only thing that's going to happen is you're just going to get sick. And the equivalent of sick with writing, so if you, over, you, know, if you overeat with your manuscript, chances are the substance is going to be lost. Because now you're no longer focused on okay, well, this, this guy already got this promotion and this girl already found out that he was cheating and then she got killed, but I'm only at 45,000 words. So now you're like trying to find things. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, like you're trying to, you're so focused on let me get there that you're not focused on let me convey this message. Does that make sense? Am, am I saying am I saying that right? Yeah, absolutely. And it can go both ways. It can go um, if you're trying to make it so long, you you want these 80 chapters in this book just because you want a long book. So you're adding all this unnecessary information. And it can also go if you, you know, you want a short book. So you're leaving out all this important information. So don't write 
so that you want to get to the 70 chapters and you're adding all this unnecessary information and don't write where you only want five chapters in this one book, but you're leaving out all the important information. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to. I mean, and and you do have it the other way around, right? It's not as often, but you will have some people who will sit there and say, well, I can say I wrote a book now um, and then just kind of write whatever. But, you know, with some people, I have seen like, okay, we really wanted more. Like, can you add some more information to that? Or, um, oh, better yet, this is another good example. Scene hopping. I'm sure that's not the name for it. (laughs) (laughs) But this is what I mean by that. Julia had a wonderful time with Jacob at the restaurant. She couldn't believe how much he spent. At the office, they were arguing once again. Like, why didn't we talk about them leaving the restaurant and get some dialogue in there as far as like how much she enjoyed and, you know, the the dinner and the time with him and, uh, you know, maybe even what she ordered and, uh, you know, as far as how the, the, the drive was home and him walking her up to the door and him, like we missed all of that. Right. right. <laughs> um, that happens often. Okay. And I, and I see that just from us doing the free consultations where a scene will just jump and there was no build to it. Like stop rushing. We really, we don't want something too extended out, but we also don't want something too short. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that's the, you know, the whole topic don't write to finish. Because if you're you're writing, oh, I just want to get done. I just want to get done. That's rushing. Um, so rushing gets you nowhere. Whether that's leaving out important information, scene hopping, or adding unnecessary information. Um, that even brings us back to the first topic we were discussing, which is editing your own book, going over your manuscript yourself. That will... If, if you do that, that will catch all those things. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, again, read your book like you're someone else. Right. And that's actually that might even be an author <laughs> advice, uh, a short video that um, I'm going to do. Um, like read your book like you're someone else. Don't read it like you are you. Read it like somebody who has never read it before. Can you imagine what is going on, right? I love books that set the scene. I love books that talk in detail about not only what's going on around them, but what's going on internally with that particular character. Set the actual scene. Working on a book right now where um, the characters are going through a divorce, right? And many of the uh, pain and the uh, emotional suffering that the main character is going through, I can feel her pain. I can feel her trying so hard to keep her marriage together. 
and yet it wasn't enough. Like you have got to add as much as possible without adding too much or too little. So again, reading your book like you're somebody else is really going to help you look at it from an entirely different perspective. So I think we've pretty much um, gone into depth on both topics. Yeah, I think so too. Again, it's imperative to look over your own work and to also know that this is going to be a multi-step process. There are going to be numerous stages of this. Another one of our author advice videos is being okay with criticism. Like you have got to be okay with criticism with most things you do in life, if not all things you do in life, but especially with being an author, like you have got to be okay with it. There's certain people who I've spoken to where I am glad that they did not decide to work with us because I could already sense that uh, perfection that they wanted to uh, attain so bad. And they want to make sure that we, from beginning to end, were perfect. And we don't, we don't, we, we give it our all. And as we expect you as the author to do is give it your all, right? Because we're never going to catch everything. There are New York Times bestsellers that I've read. And I'm sure you can contest this as well. Absolutely. Books, like books that have, I'm talking tens of hundreds of thousands of millions of copies. And I'm like, how did they catch this little edit, right? And that's only because we, you know, we're in the publishing realm now. So it seems like every single time we read anything, we're looking for um, errors. But, you know, no one's perfect. And so just know that in order to get your book as publishing ready as possible, you not only need to get yourself an editor, but you also need to make sure that you're writing until your story is finished, not just to get to some goal simply because you may have seen somebody else get to it. Right. This also goes for, um, for dates that you have set. You might have a significant date that means something to you, but if you're approaching that date and you don't think that your book is going to be ready, push the date back. Don't rush. Don't pester your editor. Just be patient. You know, you'll know when your book is ready. You'll know when it's um, ready to go out and be published. Um, it's important that, you know, you don't rush because you'll find errors and things that need to be corrected when the book is printed. And that's frustrating on its own. So it's important that you take your time. You go through the manuscript yourself. You look at everything from top to bottom. Don't be perfect because, you know, nothing's perfect. But it's important that you take your time and go through things. All right. So um, this has been another wonderful episode. I'd like to thank you, Patricia, for all that you do. And we are slowly, slowly growing. And I'm loving every single day of adding new members to the 105 family. And it's, you know, we, ha we have no choice but to go up. 
So yes, yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting you as well, listener, who may be looking for a trustworthy publishing company to bring your book to life. And so you can check more information out on our website at 105publishing.com and tune in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for a new episode of the 105 Way Podcast. This has been the 105 Way Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.